On today's show, KB and I are going to take characters from across the pop culture spectrum and pit them against each other in a giant versus battle. Unfortunately, there were some audio issues at the beginning of the podcast that will hopefully be cleared up by the end. So join us, will you, as we have a brainstorming battle on this episode of Free Your Geek. And welcome to Free Your Geek. I am your host, Jay Free. Alongside KB. KB, what's up? We have a weird show. Not a weird, but like a different show than we typically do. Try to get creative. I'm excited. I agree. I agree. Um, why don't we Why don't we talk about what's the plan for the show today? So we are um, basically going to be talking about verses, and what we mean by verses is like one character versus another. Not necessarily a fist fight. Not necessarily combat, but uh, basically comparing similar characters and kind of saying who's better. And we're going to be doing that, just saying you know so and so versus so and so. So. Um, it's a lot of so's. Yeah. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So, you know, you see these things on YouTube all the time, you know, this superhero versus this, uh, superhero, you know, cause they're not in the same universes and things like that, but we're going to take it a step further really and kind of just make it outside of all platforms and say, you know, TV, so it's, movies, it won't necessarily be Marvel versus yep. DC. We're going to incorporate pretty much all of pop culture. Pop culture uh, references, yes. Yeah, just two characters from pop culture going against each other. And we'll kind of we, – KB kind of came up with the idea. We, we did something similar way back in the day. And uh, the Don actually kind of brought this up too because he wanted me to pose a question to the listeners of Free Your Geek. Who would win in a fight, Batman versus Batman? Batman. That Thanks, KB. But essentially, Bruce Wayne. No, no that's, that's his secret identity. But no, theoretically, if – the same Batman were to fight each other, being the uh, master strategist. How do we know it's not the, the Batman beyond Batman? You just said Batman versus Batman. True, but I think what Don meant when he explained it to me is if we had Batman and then we had the exact same Batman fighting each other, who would win? Which Batman would win if it was the same strategic mind, if it was the same, like with a preparation, who would win? I think it would be a stalemate. I don't think we'd ever have no. a winner. They'd fight no, forever. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about characters that we think uh, would have either, as KB mentioned, a uh, cool battle, whether it be a men- on the mental plane, the astral plane, whether it be a physical battle or whether just what just, they are. Yeah, what they are. So uh, we were going to do a countdown, but we kind of figured this would be the entire show. So we don't necessarily need to do a countdown. And, and, I, and I also want to point out we're not advocating for one side or the other in these verses. We are kind of just... I mean, we can say, yes, we like this one better than the other one, but ultimately it's up to you. <laughs> right. So, Listener. yeah, exactly. And we, if you want to vote for some of these matches that we have, um, I actually came up, we were only going to do five apiece, but me being me, I came up Jay with Frigo's 10. crazy. 
Um, so we're going to just do five honorable mentions real quick, uh, and I want to get KB's idea, starting with the battle that I call the Skirmish of the Sorcerers. Okay. I, I gave a name oh, to each of these Oh, battles. you got cute little names for them all. <clears throat> Doctor Strange, yep. specifically speaking, the Marvel Cinematic Universe yep. version, versus Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. That's a good one. Good way to start. That's a good one. The Sorcerer Supreme versus the Warlock who can shapeshift. I just think, it, again, the special effects, just that the spells that they yeah. both be casting, what Strange has led up to the endgame version yeah. of Doctor Strange, the Infinity War, where he's had a couple of years under his belt to be the Sorcerer mm-hmm. Supreme, versus Shang Tsung, this ancient power, you know, the Mortal Kombat, yeah. the, 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 the Earth realm versus all the different worldly realms. Like, he's had that experience. Yeah. We've seen Strange already fight, fight off against Dormammu. The time stone, use of the time stone. He's, he's already fought one of the big yeah. bads of, of, theoretically, of Earth realm. What yeah. if he fought somebody outside of Earth realm? Yeah, that that would be a good question. But isn't that kind of what Mortal Kombat's always kind of based on, too, right? Like, you have, you know, characters coming from other realms uh, for Mortal Kombat. So, um <sighs> I don't think I'd give it to Doctor Strange. I think I I don't know. I think if it's if it's Infinity War version where he's got all that experience under his belt, I don't know. I think he's gone toe to toe with Thanos. Yeah. I think I think he might be able to survive Shang Tsung. But you you think uh, Shang Tsung like the shape shifting thing and all that and and just the pure brutality of what Mortal Kombat is. I don't know if Doctor Strange can handle that. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till we see the new Mortal Kombat movie that's about to come out. Well, not about to come out, <laughs> but that's in production, which is supposed to be rated R, by the way. That that'll be good. Because so, they, they bombed on those trials. Yeah, and the they past. said it's going to have yeah. fatalities in them. So that'll be kind of cool. I'm curious to see the story on that. <laughs> uh, moving on, yep, my next cool. honorable mention is called the Powerhouse Melee. Okay. I, I picked, to me, the two strongest women in Marvel and DC. Okay. Rogue versus Wonder Woman. Rogue with her flight invulnerability and power-stealing mutant ability versus Wonder Woman, her unru- invulnerability, her mm-hmm. flight, her last Yeah, entry. I, I would have picked Captain Marvel, but... <clears throat> but I think you... I feel like Captain Marvel would be a little bit too much of a powerhouse to take on Wonder Woman. Okay, no, that that's fair. That's I'm thinking fair from a physical strength standpoint, from an invulnerability yep. standpoint. I think if they're just slugging it out, they're hitting each other in the face with all their might. Yeah. They both, you know, we saw in, in the if we use uh, Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman, or even the Wonder Woman movie as a guideline. kind of yeah sure. guideline. She she took a, <laughs> a punch from Doomsday and just kind yeah. of smiled. So imagine Rogue with her super strength, with her power sapping yeah. ability. Would that be able to work on an Amazonian woman? I don't know. We don't question. know. Those are the questions so, that are out there. I think that'd be a cool battle that, to see. That's why these are great things to discuss because it's it's what ifs. It's, it's taking the, the what if ideas that Marvel did and just bringing them up to a different different level. So yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. My next one is called the Killer Clash. Uh, this one I pitted. Deadpool. This is this is another Marvel versus DC. Um, I chose a vigilante known for killing in the Red Hood yeah. versus okay. an assassin for hire in Bullseye. Oh, Imagine the two Ooh. of them fighting each other on the rooftops of either oh, Gotham yeah. or New York City. The speed and the just the tossing, the, the accuracy. and the. Now, you didn't think to, to use um, not that not that stroke. Uh, Deadshot? Kill shot. Deadshot. 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 No, I think I feel like, well... Deadshot versus I, I feel like almost like because I would have went Deadshot versus Bullseye. I, and I agree, I can understand that, but I was thinking more along the lines of if we have this assassin, we have this vigilante yep. who wants to fight crime. But think of it like the, almost like the Punisher. Yep. If yep. I were to do that, I'd do the Punisher versus Deadshot or something along those lines. Okay, yeah, I got you. That one would be fun to see in a theater. I, I, I'd be, have a blast yeah. watching that on on screen. 
my next honorable mention, this one's a little bit more outside the box, and I, I, I didn't do one character versus another. I did a grouping of characters versus each other. I call this one the Space Smackdown. Han Solo, <laughs> Lando Calrissian, and Chewie. Oh, you, that's right. This is, you're telling me you were teaming them up. Versus Star-Lord, Rocket, and Groot. That's a good that's a good one. How, how fun would it be wow. just to see, first of all, Han Solo and Star-Lord going, or even Han Solo and Rocket, they're back and forth with that. They, they could have so it would be, each other. So you think it would be Lando and Star-Lord? Yeah, I think it would be Lando I, and Star-Lord. I think Star-Lord. so. The attitudes of yeah. Han, Han and Rocket. And I, I don't know. I think... I think. And then just Groot. hearing Chewie and Groot, like, I am Groot. I am Groot. Like, I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> That's the worst Wookiee impersonation that you'll ever hear. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think, like, with Groot, though, in his, his power to, like, you know, transform around things, like we saw in Guardians, you know, he makes the ball, and, like, you know, how, what interesting ways would he use that to, like, re- restrain Chewbacca, and, like, well, Chewbacca would, just breaking it open. I wouldn't even want to like, see him battle. I just want to see him interact with each other. <laughs> just the, the, They're the, just sitting there watching the others. Yeah, like, just, like, kind of like we talked about Infinity yeah. War, when Iron Man and Spider-Man and, and Doctor Strange meet the Guardians. Yeah. Just the interaction where they don't know each other, and it's that that in and of itself is yeah. entertaining. But to put Han Solo and Lando versus like even Rocket and and Star Lord, like they bicker among Lando themselves. Lando and Star Lord at a dance off. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious! <laughs> Colt forty five. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. We got one more honorable mention. I got one more honorable mention. Let me get down one, to brass tacks. This one goes um, from the <laughs> Arkham games. Okay. The Riddler from the Arkham games. Yep. Think about the uh, House of Horrors, the yep. traps that he sets for every. Yep. Versus the Jigsaw Killer from Saw. It's funny because when you said that, that was the first thing I thought. Like, and oh, imagine the traps. I'm like, oh, Jigsaw. I call that battle the meeting of the maniacal minds. That's a good Imagine one. who, like, and not even a battle. Who could come up with the most deadly trap where the Riddler. Or game. Just or the game. game. The Riddler uses deceit and, and you need to use your cunning versus, you know, something with uh, Jigsaw where it's more about kind of bearing your soul and, yeah. and having to put yourself through pain to get yeah. out of one of his games or traps versus the Riddler more using see, your mind. See, now, Batman versus Jigsaw. That would be kind of cool. Right? Well, Bat- Batman not versus Jigsaw in a fight, but Batman trapped in one of Jigsaw's traps. Exactly. That would be kind of interesting. Yeah, so so see, we spun one off of one. Yeah, there you go. You know? But again, it, you that's can why let, this is fun to talk about. You can let your imagination run wild. That's what it's all about. And now we're going to go into our top five. KB, start off with your number five. I'm going to come out on fire. Okay. Spawn yeah. versus Ghost Rider. Interesting. Right? Very interesting. Right? They're very similar. Which, which version of Ghost Rider? Johnny Blaze. Okay. Go with the original Johnny Blaze. You know, they're, they're, they're both kind of attached to, to, to hell. They both have sacrificed to get back. Uh, they both are... Let's face it; they're kind of on borrowed time because the the Ghost Rider spirit. What's what, what's the Ghost Rider spirit called? He has a name. Well, I know it's the Spirit of Vengeance. I don't know. Yeah, there's an actual name for the Spirit of Vengeance. I forget what it was, but anyway, it's like they just imagine these two guys battling the chains, the flames, the the the, the energy that comes from Spawn, the uh, you know Spawn and his regenerative abilities, and Spawn can do a lot more than just you know the chains and chains and the energy. He also has his ability as a soldier from when he was alive. So there's just so much to spawn in Ghost Rider that I just think, like, seeing those two clash, like, you know, the Battle of the Hellions or whatever, like, I think that would be great. I would love to see, like, a crossover comic or something. 
or to your point, I could see like even like a fan made yeah, short, like just exactly. some of the special effects you could do. Yeah, somebody who's good with effects. Yeah. Oh my god, that could be amazing. Yeah, it could be. So, so that that's the first. That's the first one. I and what's I, I can't remember since I'm not a huge Spawn fan. What's his weapon of choice? Uh, well, he his 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 cloak and his chains really. So doesn't and, Ghost Rider use chains as well? Y- yes. So imagine just seeing them both, like you know, go, Ghost Rider it, with the Hellfire, the chains. And Spawn can shoot like green energy. And like he can regenerate, and he's he's a walking corpse, and one's a skeleton. Now here's the question: What if Ghost Rider uses his pennant stare at Spawn? What happens? I don't know there? if it has any effect. It might not have any effect. That's an interesting. So question. it's an interesting topic. So why don't we uh, move on to your first one? Uh, my number five, I I aptly name this, and I don't mean this as a slight to anybody, but I call this the ripoff rumble. Okay. So I'm gonna give a few. Uh, ideas or suggestions um or some examples rather namor the submariner mm-hmm. came out before aquaman was created yep however uh dark side came out before thanos okay green arrow came out before hawkeye so these okay. are all similar okay. uh, characters but the one i want to focus on is deathstroke the terminator from dc yep. versus deadpool from marvel Ooh. So think about it. So Deadpool, essentially, for lack of a better term, even though he's his own character now, was essentially a ripoff of Deathstroke the Terminator. You have Slade Wilson. Yep. Now it's Wade Wilson. Okay. Um, and, and basically, Death, uh, Deadpool was officially designed to look like Deathstroke, and then they just inverted a lot of the colors. Color, yeah. Then it went through a couple different iterations. And, and we had swords more than guns. Right. And, and, and yeah. Deadpool that we know today is a lot different than the Deadpool that came out in the Richard, comic books. Yeah. So, you know, they did a lot more breaking of the for- fourth wall now and a lot more. It's more of a uh, fan, uh, almost like a, a fan friendly. It's more, it's more of a um, kind of like a Wolverine, like a fan yeah. favorite, like a Harley Quinn. Yeah. You know, they're, they're doing this to a lot of these comic book characters, but initially starting Deadpool off. floods the market sometimes. Kind he of does, but he started off as a mercenary and yeah. then they made him a little bit more humorous, the Merc with the mouth. And then it just became, yeah. you know, Mercs for hire. And, and then it just became a merchandise and gold mine. So that's why. But he started off as basically a knockoff on Deathstroke. And I'd just be kind of cool to see somebody like uber serious, like Deathstroke, fight somebody that's totally not serious as in Deadpool. And you got Deadpool's regenerative factor too. Right. You got to take into that. So too. imagine, imagine uh, Deathstroke just like continuing, like killing him and, and he just like keeps getting hurting him. him and it just <laughs> keeps getting better. And he keeps making these little quippy comments that make you want to punch yourself in the face of this Deadpool. And that's what he does. <laughs> he annoys you. How long would it go before Deathstroke just says to hell with it? I give up. I don't care anymore. I'm leaving. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> that would be fun. I like that. So, one. so that's my number five. Well, I thought we weren't counting these down, but well, I'm just, okay. I'm just, I'm just making sure. So I keep track. Okay. So my next one is going to be um, my comedy one. Remember, I told you there's a comedy one. I'm calling this one the Battle of Alien Antics. Alien Antics. Okay. E.T. Ooh. Versus Alf. Oh, Alf all day. First of all, really? Alf all day. <laughs> He comes from the planet Melmac. They eat cats. Eats cats, which reminds me of my favorite Alf joke, which <laughs> if my cousin John is listening, hey, cat on a hot tin roof, a Melmac TV dinner. Ha! That's the worst impression. Yeah. Uh, so, so far, two bad impressions, all with creatures with first. But so. if you think about their, their status as 80s icons, they're kind of equal. E.T. maybe a little more, I think, even though it's just the one movie. I think E.T. would be, like, are we talking about them... How how are we talking about them? Face are they we, they battling each other? Or are they just interacting? What are just, we doing? Just interacting. Just just their their characters. What they've meant to pop culture too. 
I think, well, you know, E.T. is very, very passive. He's very almost timid in a way. Yeah, and he doesn't really speak. Right. You know, Alf has all the one-liners. Right. Alf's, Alf, Alf is quicker. You see him. He had the TV show for like four series. Merchandising-wise, they probably both killed it. You know what I could see? A buddy, a buddy cop movie with E.T. and Alf. Just that like, be... <laughs> just like kind of like going, going, or like just driving around space and, and getting themselves in all kinds of hijinks where, you know, E.T. is like the timid, like, oh, I'm the goody goody and Alf is the one that gets them so, get them crash into trouble. Sesame Street or something. Oh man, that <laughs> See, the, the mind can just roll with this stuff. So, so yeah, so that, that was, that, that, that was mine there. That was my comedy one because I, I thought that was a good one. Well, I don't really have any comedy stuff. No, you said you did. Uh, uh, I think you took it off your list. I think I took it off my list. I think okay. I, well, I think my comedy would have been Han Solo, Lando, and Chewie. Jay Free had way more than ten. He had to cut it. Yeah, down. I I had about like seventeen. <laughs> um, my next one though, uh, I call this. This is a another one. This is a, a, four, a four person battle. I call this the battle of the badass woman. Okay. We have Black Widow from the Avengers versus trinity from the matrix versus ripley from alien versus sarah connor from terminator i feel like those those should be two separate battles i know that, talking, i couldn't decide i couldn't like, decide like, I was like a gonna, royal rumble it's, it's, it started as it started as uh, black widow versus trinity but i'm like i gotta show love for sarah okay. connor but trinity in the real world is kind of useless right but maybe it, take, maybe it doesn't take place in maybe the it takes place in the matrix or maybe everybody's in the matrix and she's the only one removed from it and <laughs> Maybe we're in the Matrix right now. You don't know. So I'm thinking, like, what if the whole Terminator thing is just a program of the Matrix? <laughs> it's 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 a great concept. This like, is why well, I love and then these Black things. Widow, you know, all the aliens, maybe the aliens that invited the Chitauri, they have, you know, uh, mortal enemies of the aliens from Alien. And then that brings Ripley into the whole front. You don't know. There's so many ways you can integrate all these four characters, and they're all such badass, like, strong I mean, women. If you're telling me in the Matrix... Then I have to give it to Trinity. Of course, that's if in this, but uh, you just mix all of them up together. I mean, Trinity, you know, before she uh, Ripley's smart enough to figure out the Matrix, probably right. And then you have somebody like Sarah Connor, who's just a survivor, yeah, and who's fought like you know two Terminators in her time. Black Widow doesn't need the Matrix, and Black Widow's just badass, and yeah. she's like she's got her Widow bite, and she's got her. There's just so much you can do, and I could see theoretically think of like even like in Civil War, the Winter Soldier running around, or even the Winter Soldier when. Uh, Black Widow's chasing him and they're fighting and just the stuff she can do. And like, imagine that mm -hmm. instead of the Winter Soldier, put Trinity in there, put Sarah Connor in that role as the Winter Soldier or something along those lines where it's just like some another badass, like skilled yeah. fighter versus the Black Widow. Then you throw in the other two, whether which are, however you want to mix and match. They're all proficient with weapons and mm -hmm. guns and, and and firearms and explosives. They're all very skilled with that. It'd be very interesting to see how that would pan out. And I just think that's a, it'd be a cool fight. That's, that, that is a good one. And, and like I said, I, I, I mean, I can you imagine watching that battle. That'd be amazing. It'd it go be. on, it'd go on for hours. It would be. Um, so, so that, that's, that's your recent one. So, uh, my next one, um, going to be a little tough because a lot of people don't know one of the characters I'm talking about, but when I compare it to the other character, you'll, you'll, you'll relate, I think. So basically we've all saw Game of Thrones end. Yes, and we saw Cersei Lannister, and we, Cersei Lannister being this evil. So, so basically, it, it, it's the battle of the villainous women, so to speak. Okay, okay. The vile, vile, villainous. vile villainous women. Okay. So Cersei is we we seen she's heartless and she's cold and she's she's um, you know does anything she can to win. Um, definitely 
no no real fear, right? Aside from losing her children, honestly. Yeah, I agree so, with that. So you can argue with that. You can argue she's a bit of a bit of a psycho sociopath. Well, you want to say sociopath? We could, yeah. yeah. I, I'd agree with that. Yeah, okay. I, I concur. Okay. So now there's an Australian show that's on Netflix called Wentworth. It's a female. It's about a female prison. Um, it's what Orange is the New Black should have been. Okay. It was done okay. by Showtime Australia, and it's still it's still it's on season seven. Um, so basically, it's a woman's prison in Australia. It runs a little bit differently. It's a little more open, kind of kind of like Orange is the New Black. Um, the the main villain in this show uh, is called her name is Joan Ferguson, and she's the she's the uh, warden of the prison. And she's such a psychopath, and she's such she, she's socio psycho. She's every, she's all of it. Um, so brutal in just wanting pure power. Has no uh, emotion. Like Cersei, you know, she has emotion for her kids. She has that 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 thing that can melt her heart. This woman has no heart, and she just wants to maintain her position and her power over all these women. And to 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 put it to put it lightly, there's been articles about her written saying that she is the most villainous person ever on television because um, of what she does. She's manipulative. She doesn't care about anybody really. Just the outcome of her plans. Um, even in now, I know a lot of people aren't going to watch it, so I'm going to kind of spoil it a little bit. And say even from the grave, she still seems like she's haunting these people. That's how deep her vileness runs. Like people on the show, like who actually killed her and know that she should be dead, are still like, oh my god, did she set all this up? And like, so she's one of those characters that you can see, like Cersei, the planning, the plotting. You, you get what I'm saying? But just so much more vicious because she doesn't have that compassion. For anybody or anything, the actress Pamela Rabe that plays her is phenomenal, and she's she's a very tall. I think she's like five eleven, six feet tall woman who has that demeanor that they were saying that even in real life, people are kind of like afraid of her and took him back by her because of the character on the show. Um, so yeah, so I think she's a much much uh, better villain than Cersei. That's my opinion. Um, but if you want to check it out, like check out the show and. And, and if you get hooked on it, make your own comparison. And how can they check out the show? Netflix. Give, Netflix, Netflix. Give, give them the name of the show. Uh, Wentworth. Wentworth on yep. Netflix. Yep. And it's uh, got six seasons, so there's plenty to watch. Um, and how, how long do each episode? Uh, how, it's a 45-minute hour kind and, of deal. And how many episodes per season? Is it like a 10 or is it like? Uh, I think it's a bit more, probably like the 12, I think. I don't remember. It's been so long since I watched it. Um, but a great show. I think you'd actually like it too. I'd have to check it out. Um, right? But yeah, so check that out. And season seven's uh, filming now in Australia, I think. So so it's coming back again. And this is after the, that character's demise. So. That is a very interesting pick. I think that's I, I'm gonna have to for those fans that have seen Wentworth, uh, give us your thoughts because I, I give I people something new to check yeah. out. Or yeah, check it yeah. out if you if KB like sold it, it to if you. If you like it, great. If not, you know, no harm, no foul. Excellent. Now now that was you. You got two left after I this. Get two left after you that, get yeah. two left. I got three left. But before we crack my top three, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll start with my top three and move down to number one. Sounds good. Be right back. 
Hey guys, be sure to check out 4041media.com. That's 4041media.com, as it is a collection of podcasts throughout the New England region. In addition to the great podcast that we host, Free Your Geek, you can also check out the cast of characters at Movie Theater Time Machine, where the month of July they're reviewing films for Detective Month, including their most recent episode, Double Indemnity. Or if you're more into the crime scene, check out the Psych Your Crime podcast, where their most recent episode details a doctor moving from hospital to hospital, killing patients along the way. So check out those great podcasts, as well as Free Your Geek at 4041media.com. That's 4041media.com. 4041media, by listeners, for listeners. And if you happen to be fellow wrestling geeks, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, hosted by friends and former guests of the podcast, Mike Prue and JV. Every week, they're going to take you through the career of one of the greatest professional wrestlers in history, Stone Cold Steve Austin, covering the buildup to each of his pay-per-view wrestling matches. So check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, and that's the bottom line because Jay Free said so. And welcome back to the Free Your Geek podcast. Now, hopefully devoid of any audio issues, I am your host, Jay Free. KB, back at you. Okay, I think we fixed the audio. We realized that we recorded the first half of this podcast through the computer microphone as opposed to our microphones hooked up to our mixer. Uh, that's on me, um, but hopefully for the second half of this uh, show, we're it's all set Windows to It's on Windows updates, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's basically because of Windows. I had took an update to my laptop and it messed up the settings, but we're, we're back. Yeah. We're back. Okay, let's let's try to go into crack my top three. Yeah, don't take blame for something that's not your fault. Well, it's kind of my fault. I should, <laughs> okay. I should have double checked. <laughs> All right. We know for next yeah. time. Okay, cracking my top three. I call this particular battle the lethal encounter. So earlier I mentioned the ripoff rumble with Deathstroke mm-hmm. versus Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about another... Um, superhero group that was kind of created as a parody but this battle is Electra mm-hmm. and the hand versus shredder and the foot i had a feeling you were going to pull ninja turtles into this at some well point. you realize that those ninja are two turtles, of your favorite things it is but the ninja turtles are i grew up on yeah. that but the ninja turtles started out as a spoof or, or as a parody of daredevil Yep. So instead of stick, you had splinter. Instead of the hand, you had the foot. Yeah. But it's grown into such this like cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Like, why couldn't we see the hand versus the foot, and then the heads of? Would both? you want to see that animated or live? Ooh, uh, not the Jennifer Garner version oh, of Electra. Of course not. I would want a, a more the net, like, like the Netflix version. Maybe not even her. Maybe I'd want more of a true to comic okay. version. Versus like Shredder, I think that'd be really, really good. Or maybe you know, maybe we, we yeah. would want to do animated, but I think for just the the capabilities for the stunts mm-hmm. and for the um, physicality, mm-hmm. I would love to see a live action. Just imagine like all like just you hire a bunch of people that are you know skilled at you know martial arts and and kung fu yeah. and whatnot, and just put them under masks for the hand and under masks and, for and the Shredder foot. Shredder versus Electro and Shredder just go they're like they're fighting on a rooftop in New York City. You know, you can watch like, you know, you can even kind of pan out to see like Daredevil and the turtles racing their way to stop him or something yeah. like that. I just think it'd be kind of cool. I just crossover. think it'd be, a, it'd be really, really cool. 
You think you'd ever see something like that? I mean, we saw Batman Ninja Turtles. True, and then you could kind of go into the fact that the mutagen the is what the mutagen is what made Daredevil lose his sight because that's go. how it was written in the comics when uh, the Ninja Turtles, I believe, in when it was the first comic that came out when they showed the origin, it showed TCRI, yep. uh, the canister bouncing and hitting a kid in the face before smashing and falling. Um, so the turtles, it's, and again with it being a spoof off Daredevil. I think that was implied to be Matt Murdock. I, I think it's like, you know, they intended a spoof and it be, just became an alternate reality of it. Yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah, I mean, that would be fantastic. I would definitely love to see that. So, yeah, that's, that was the one I, my brainchild, and that's only number three. <sighs> Your brain has got a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of time on its hands. Um, so, we're down to the last two, right? So, numero dos for me. Um, this one... Is, will be interesting for, for people that watched both shows. Both shows very very popular, very famous. One being The Walking Dead, and the other being Sons of Anarchy. Um, so, this is the battle of the I don't know what I want to call it the 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 the, the fearless leaders, so to speak. Um, on one end we have Rick Grimes, on the other end we have Jax Teller, leader of the Sons of Anarchy. Uh, both of these guys have tragic tragic stories. Right, if we think of um, Rick Grimes' zombie apocalypse, uh, kind of just woke up one day, right, and that's the world that he's in. Jax Teller, uh, his father ran the motorcycle club of, of Sons of Anarchy. He started it. Um, uh, his father was killed, and it's the only life that he knows. Uh, and if you think about like what both of these guys go through, if you watch both shows, and you think about the end game, their moral values, and their sacrifice they would probably get along perfectly. So my thing here is who's the better leader? So um, Rick Grimes has, uh, let, let's just think about what happened to Rick. He had his, woke up in a hospital, zombie apocalypse, right? Best friend sleeps with wife. Possibly his kid may not be. Oh, it's it's Shane's kid. It's right? Shane's kid. But let, yeah, so let, let's just leave it at that. Uh, and then his wife dies giving birth, Right. And then he loses his son, Carl. We're going off the show. We're not going off comics. Yeah, books. I was going to say, comics, yeah. I think it's yeah. even more so, tragic. Yeah. So, uh, and you think of the extremes that Rick has gone through, uh, you know, when he kind of lost it. You know, remember Herschel saying to him, Rick, you can you can, you can find your way back because of some of the things. Like when he, was it the uh, ear he ripped off? He bit somebody's ear off, right? Uh, when they were attacking Carl. Uh, so things like that. And just his battles with Negan, his relentless... His relentless motivation for his ideals for what the new world should be. Jax Teller, his father, was killed by his stepfather, we find out, and his mother. His mother also ends up killing his wife. <laughs> so, and in the end, uh, Jax Teller makes an ultimate sacrifice. Like Rick Grimes makes an ultimate sacrifice. And, you know, the reason is the same. It's for the, the, the life to go on. In Rick's case, it was, you know... I want to do this because you know it's the right thing to do. It's going to save everybody, and, and and people will, people will, you know, he he his hope for the new world that he was building. Jack's teller. It's about his children. He has two sons, and in the end, realizing that his lifestyle, if he doesn't end his own life, his lifestyle will catch up with his children because that's how he became that way. Um. So they both make these sacrifices at the end out of the heart and person that they are. Um, both courageous leaders, both dynamic, both think on their feet, 
both can talk through something, both can battle, both can fight, both have the backs of their people, both think ahead of the game. It would be a toss-up for me. You know, obviously, they're two different environments, but if you take the actual leadership skills and the the people that they are, it it would be a toss-up for me. So that's my second, my number two, so to speak. That's your, uh, almost your top battle that you'd like to see. Um, so Jack's, I, I, so I don't yeah, watch Sons of Anarchy. Did. Yeah, so this show's over. He, so. He's, but he's got two sons. Yes, he's got. Two Are sons. they the Sons of Anarchy? That was my horrible well, joke. Well, that, well, you know, but that's kind of the thing. It's like you know, his father was, his father created it, right? And then his sons. You know, would be a part of this. Those sons are the yeah. sons. Those are the literal yeah. sons of anarchy. By sacrificing himself, he gets his kids away from the life. Interesting. And what did you call that battle? The uh, battle of the fearless. Fearless leaders. Which is interesting because my number two is called the fearless fight. Okay. And it happens to include two of my not my main favorite Marvel hero, mm-hmm. but my second favorite hero in the Marvel universe, as well as my favorite DC hero. This is Daredevil versus Nightwing. Ooh, like I'm just that. thinking the like acro- the acrobatics oh, involved, yeah, like the the ability. Like, I was thinking about doing Gambit versus Nightwing because Gambit's my absolute. It, do- it favorite. doesn't have the same. But appeal. I think I think Daredevil. I can just think see them running around on the rooftops. You it's know, closer. Nightwing. You know, yeah. using you know the grappling hook. Uh, you know the the grappling gun, and Daredevil using you know swinging using his the grappling hook from his cane and just swinging throughout like the the buildings of New York or Gotham and just yep. like fighting each other on the rooftops. It could be like raining and you can see like, you know, the, the raindrops hitting the puddles on the roof. And then you see Daredevil splash down on it and start running after Nightwing and Nightwing doing flips and Daredevil just being able to keep up with him. I still think that acrobatically speaking, Nightwing has the edge just barely, but I think with Daredevil's heightened senses, it would make it more of a fair fight if yeah. they were going after I, each other. I think it would be pretty even. That, that's one of those things that can be going on while we're watching the uh, foot versus the hand. Right, right. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that's that's kind of where I, I'm going with that. Okay, so my number one is going to go on a galactic scale. Ooh. Battle of the Planet Eaters. So oh, we know it's Galactus. Yep, Galactus is one. Uh, I know Jay Free wasn't into Transformers, but they are a huge product of the 80s. Yep. Uh, Unicron is a similar concept to uh, Galactus. Unicron is a transformer that is a whole planet. And he literally when he when he devours a planet, he literally has like these like claws in, on like this big mouth in front of it and just like sucks in and grabs it and pulls everything in. And when it transforms, it's even it looks even more it, like Galactus, I could see, you know, uh, Galactus being a character that, you know, invokes fear. But when you see Unicron transform, his just his character looks so much more evil, uh, and his planet when he transforms into a planet, he he it just looks it's terrifying. Imagine another planet coming to eat our planet, you know. Versus like okay, yeah, there's this tall giant being beating on it. Um, so I think that uh, the Unicron Galactus fight I think would be something for the ages. I could see uh, you know them being kind of like the same height. Uh, I don't want to say similar power sets, but they have all these various powers. Uh, I haven't read a ton of Galactus. Maybe Jay Freakin fill in on Galactus a little bit. What What have you read of Galactus? I'm I'm not I'm not, not into the. You just cosmic. know what you've kind of seen yeah. of Fantastic Four. Yeah, the basics. Know, uh, the Watcher interferes. Doesn't want Galactus to yeah. devour the planet. Helps and yeah, all that fun stuff. But but Galactus, in all essence, is like one of the first beings of the universe in the in the Marvel universe, and has various powers. And it's the same thing for Unicron. 
So these two were giant titans that would just go at it and, and totally destroy each other, and I could I I I'd just be an epic battle for the ages. So that's yeah, that's that's my top one. I I really would love to see that. Well, mine is my top is that's a very good pick. Very good. I I would be interested in seeing that myself. And you mentioned Transformers, which yeah. I I'm not to be quite frank, I'm not as familiar with. Yeah. Um, but do you know that the Transformer line was actually kind of tied in or um, was somewhat related to another line in the 80s? Mm -hmm. Do you know what other line that would be? Another action figure line? I want to say G.I. Joe. Correct. So my number one. J3 check, noses Joe's. Check this out. Check this out. Iron Fist and Luke Cage versus Ryu and Ken from Street Fighter. Exactly with G.I. Joe. Oh, wait a minute. This is a Royal Versus <laughs> Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. <laughs> From G.I. Joe. And if you want to throw it in, if you want to go the video game route again and you want to talk about Street Fighter, why don't you throw in Sub-Zero and Scorpion for Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Just think about think about Iron Fist and Luke Cage. You got crazy with this. You had fun with this. You know, think about think about Ryu and Ken. Hadouken throwing throwing something at <laughs> Uh, Cage and it just doesn't it doesn't hurt him because you know of his steel yeah. skin and then Iron Fist. You said Cage and Daredevil, right? Uh, I, 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 Iron, Iron Fist, Fist and yeah. Iron Fist channeling Power his chi, you know, and then fighting fighting against Ryu and Ken. And then you throw in Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, two of the most badass ninjas, ninjas known to men, universe, yeah. who could probably wipe out the hands, you know, both both of them together, yeah, together. And then if you want to throw in some more gruesome and brutality, you throw in. Scorpion and Sub Zero, also two badass ninjas, but now yeah. they have powers to kind of rival that of Ryu and Ken. Yeah. I think I think that would be an amazing. I think I don't know if it'd be a video game fight. I don't know if that that could be something animated, yeah. um, but I just think that could be so 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 badass. Just seeing yeah. like basically a bunch of ninjas and Cage, <laughs> pretty yes. much. Well, see that's the interesting thing because you say like a bunch of ninjas and, and he's cage. a brawler. He's a brawler. Yeah, but he's got the impenetrable skin, so like he can be slow. The weapons, okay. the yeah. shurikens, the the katanas, they can't do anything to him. What would the blasts do though? That's a good question. And if you freeze Luke Cage, could you hurt him after that? Don't would know. would would Sub Zero's blast be able to freeze his Scorpion, skin? Scorpion's uh, things wouldn't go through him unless it's something. Maybe it's like a magical, you know, yeah. depending on the world that he comes from. Maybe yeah. it doesn't. It defies the so laws of physics and can break the skin of Cage. We don't know, but I think the idea of thinking about a giant battle before those four groups, yeah, I think would be absolutely insane. So that's 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 the so first too. one. We when you started talking about that, that was the first idea. thing that came to mind. It was it was like Luke Cage and Iron Fist versus Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Then I'm like, but if I have to do that, you know, if we're talking about other realms other than, you know, yeah. comic books and movies, those, were, those two culture, realms are very similar. Yeah, I said, well, why not Ryu and Ken? Yeah, because that'd be cool too. Because I'd like to see Ryu and and Iron Fist go at it. Then I'm like, well, if you're gonna throw video games in there. Why not Sub Zero and Scorpion? Like yeah. another set of ninjas from a, a little bit more of a brutal game other than Street Fighter. Yeah. So I just think I think you have just like the different tiers of the brutality and violence where I think, you know, for for lack of a better term, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow for the most part are very honorable uh, ninjas mm -hmm. where I think that the next tier you have Iron Fist and Luke Cage, but I think they can also kind of be like, you know, shades of gray. But then you throw like Ryu and Ken in there and then Scorpion and Sub-Zero who are like, I say the other end of the spectrum, mm -hmm. just like bloodthirsty killers. Who do you, you think would win? That is a great question. I think if we, if we include Sub-Zero and Scorpion, I think they take it just for their powers alone. Mm -hmm. um, but if we're talking just a fight, I want to give it to Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. Really? I think that's who would you take think it. They, you think they'd beat on Luke Cage? I think so. I think they'd find a way. Really? I think they'd find a way. That's interesting. I think they're Good tenacious stuff. enough, and I think they're skilled enough 
to uh, I think maybe use the environment. Somehow I think they're or... the best ninjas in any realm of fiction. That, in my opinion, you know, comic books, video games. I just oh, I it's just, not the Karate Kid. No, no, no. <laughs> Quick Kick maybe, but that's another GI Joe reference. But uh, yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, so this was I, I, this was good. I think this was a cool uh, area of discussion. Something different. Yeah, for those listening, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook mm-hmm. for your geek. Let us know your picks. Who would you pick? What what two or five or fifteen characters would you like to see fight each other? And we know what we got coming up for the next show. Oh, do we? KB, why don't you give him a a, a preview? Of- so Marvel Ultimate Alliance three coming out. Uh, this Friday, the 19th. So Jay Free and I will be playing the game just hours before we record the show. So we can get our first reactions. Yeah, well, our, our hands-on, hands-on first reactions. For, and, and Jay Free has never used the Switch, so we'll get some reaction on that. And we actually we, want, we can talk about the Switch a little bit because yeah. apparently they're coming out with the Switch yes. Lite. Yep. And maybe we can talk about that yeah. a little bit next week, too. Yeah, we'll so, just, I, so, so, so it'll be a little bit more of a... It'll have a video game slant, but it's still going to be a superhero-based... Yeah. Video games, so it kind of falls in the realm of two different areas of geekery. Yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three is one we've been waiting for, one yeah. a lot of people have been waiting for. So yeah. uh, we'll see. Well, I don't know how uh, how many characters we'll have unlocked. I, I, I don't know. know. I'm not even. But we're gonna we're gonna pick we're gonna yeah. pick it up and we're gonna go through that. And I think uh, you'll get our first reactions. And I'll be like, as mentioned, I'll be playing it on the Switch. Is it coming out for other? No, um, it's just the not Switch. Yet. I, I mean, I'm sure if it does well, I'm sure they'll probably port it to other systems, but usually doesn't work that way. So it's you basically what you're saying is if I really enjoy this game you're going to it's going to force me to go out and buy a Switch. I can always come over. Okay. Switch is easy enough to move Okay, around. that makes me that makes me a little bit more. I don't want to be spending the money, but maybe when the Switch Lite comes out and if I don't want to dock it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Good portable game. Yeah. Well, so. I hey, thanks uh thanks for previewing that KB. So yeah. next uh next week Check that out. first impressions of Ultimate Alliance 3. Until then, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Graham. Instagram, follow us on Facebook, Free Your Geek. Follow our website, jfreethegeek.com. Follow our friends at 4041media, 4041media.com. For listeners, by listeners. And uh, KB, anything else you want to add? No, just this was a great show, man. Yeah, I like doing this. Something different. And again, feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page. Or Tell any us of your our verses. Socials. Yeah, what, what, what was some of your, your verses that you'd want to see? But until then... Get your geek on. Get your geek on. Goodbye, everybody. Ciao. (laughs) Ciao. You're still here. It's over. Go home.